0: Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce, The First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it.
1: Something collapsed. The whole world of marriage, Mm -hmm. as beautiful as it was, and I was marrying the woman that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. Something about marriage, the context for marriage. Was very disempowering for me, and I come from a very broken home and a very abusive relationship where I saw my mom and my dad do things to my mom and my siblings that, a lot of it I blocked out. Um, So I think because I never got that complete for myself, never got some some resolution and some power over what I had experienced. You know, when you're a three year old kid watching your mom get the beat, you know, the crap beat out of her you gotta, you got to have some way to complete that for yourself. Otherwise, that's who relationships becomes. And everybody has their own version of it, you know. Mine was that, severely abusive. So what I became in, in that marriage was very nice, but also didn't know how to communicate what wasn't working for me or what, I, what wasn't working. So I would either get very angry or I would go suit myself with food. Those are the only two outlets I had. Anger or go eat. And I chose to eat more often than not because I was afraid of myself when I'm angry because I lose control.
0: What was your framework so, to that? Because when you're inside those two worlds, right, of, of thought, what was it like for you? Like being inside of that, like, were you looking for answers or, or, or an outlet or was you just on autopilot?
1: Uh, very much autopilot and and trying to figure it out and and what I thought that I was chasing as a carrot in front of me was if I just made more money Mm -hmm. if I just do better at my job and I make more money all of it's gonna get handled yeah never got
0: handled did you ever presence the fact that you're the one that said I'm I'm out and you didn't listen to her even though she said you know that she's like I want to work it out with you
1: Uh, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah. I literally never heard that. She had to tell me that this was like six months later when we finally got each other on the phone and I actually had a completion conversation with her. She was like, Michael, this is what I said. Yeah. I was like, you said that Peter, I never heard her say that. That's how gone I was.
0: And that was the the hair that broke the camel's back when she heard, okay, I'm out. You, you distinguish that for her, that there was no hope. Yeah. 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 And I can relate to that. That's when I was telling you earlier that I can relate to is for me, what broke, uh, what broke my ability to stay inside the relationship was that the, she didn't give me any hope. Mm. And I think that's the big, that's a big no, no. Once somebody doesn't give you hope, it's kind of like, all right, it's, it's done.
1: Yeah. It's a very good point to make. Wow. Yeah, I can see that.
0: So there you are. It happened. You're six months later and you're talking to her. What are some of the things that are going through your mind and your heart?
1: Oh, man, I was at a a different point in my life now. I went through some transformational courses. And for the first time in my life, I had access to something called completion. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something, Peter, human beings... This is not something that we're taught. This is not something that's in our news, in the radio, you know, the uh, entertainment movies don't even show it at the level that could really impact us. It is something that I just happened to stumble upon. Thank God I had the, I, whatever I saw that night at this event I was in, I was like, this is different. I'm going to take a shot. And I took the course and I took a few courses and I realized a lot of things about what didn't work about me. You know, that pent up way of being of not being able to communicate and what came out was either anger or I'm soothing myself with food. I had a new way of being available to me, which is communication. Yeah. And the way I can complete things. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, uh, I called my ex and I had a conversation with her where the first thing I said, Hey, Hey, I'm calling to take responsibility for who I was being in our relationship. I'm calling to take responsibility for all the things that didn't work. And that got her attention. And she was like, okay. And I said, you know, I was careless with, uh, you know, how I spent money, how I never saved. And I know that was a big impact on you. That was probably the biggest thing on you was my being responsible with money. And I want, you know, I take full responsibility for that. And I want to know what that was like for you. She was quiet for like five seconds. (laughs) I don't think she's ever heard me take responsibility and then ask her what that was like for her.
0: I'm surprised she was only quiet for five seconds. That's a pretty big shocker.
1: But then the floodgates opened. Yeah. She opened up. Peter, she said things to me that she's never said in the nine years that we've been together. She opened up and told me, what it was like for her, uh, you know, she has her own version of her parents. You know, her father had a, a, a stroke six months into our being together and was completely not able to work anymore. And he didn't, they didn't have any savings. So her, her her mom had to take care of him completely, like fully. So she's been seeing that and she's like, well, I don't want that in my life. So money was a big thing for her as a, as a security, And me being irresponsible really was like for her, like a big alarm. Like she was trying to ring the bell for, for me to wake up to. And she opened up about all of that. And I just, I just let her speak. We spoke probably for about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And I just kept, the more I heard, the more I heard her speak, the more I got access to other things I can take responsibility for. Not, and when i say responsibility you know it's not like i'm taking the blame for the whole thing i mean she's had whatever she whatever she brought into the relationship that was there but i took responsibility as a as a place to stand not fault or blame or guilt it's just like hey i'm responsible i was there i had all the parts that i had in it and i'm going to now take responsibility and all the things she said I, I got to hear more things I can take responsibility for, which I did. And the more I did, the more I grew, the bigger I got, the more mature I became about relationships. I really understand the dynamics of when I'm being a particular way or I'm acting in a particular way, that impact it has on people. And sometimes the detrimental impact it has on people on the, or on the relationship And those conversations helped me truly get that on the court. It's not some concept. It's not something I'm reading in a book, nothing wrong with those. But I really got from those conversations with her, who I was being and the impact of that. We cried several times. And this was around a couple of months in, maybe four months. I think I said six months. This was around four months in. And she opened up about the man that she's dating. And she was like, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm really afraid to tell you. I go, you can tell me anything. I will hold the space for it. Yeah. She said, we eloped. We got married. I was like, okay. And I got her communication. I said, I thanked her. It's like, I got it. And for me, I got that this is, you know, that was a moment for me, man, where I was like, Hey, this is complete. She's like on the court, moved on. Yeah. Okay. Like I experienced freedom in the past. It would have been anger, jealousy, hurt. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe you did this to me. No, I experienced freedom. I got that. This is complete. And, and what was there for me authentically was just to be happy for her. Yeah. And I was, and I just said, Hey, I'm happy. Shit. Three, four months in, you found somebody you elope with. Hey, there must be something special about this guy. And you must see something in him. Good for you.
0: You know, the beautiful thing that I hear in your story is at the end of the day, when you look at it, you know, we don't own people. It's a commitment. You know, it's it's partnership. It's something that you do together. So if the other person would just say, hey, you know what? I don't want to be here. or, Or, hey, I'd said you know, and just be honest, then you can work through it so much faster and get to the point where, where you got. I think that that was huge. Like, I would just really want to acknowledge you for that because it really is that simple. You know, if somebody you're with somebody and you love them and when it's over or when they move on or you move on, you know, it's just part of the process if that's what you choose. But when you communicate it, there's freedom, there's acceptance, there's appreciation. Like it's, you know, like how you said, you know, it's like um, you're happy for her yeah you know it's weird but it's like you all right you found happiness amazing it wasn't with me amazing but you communicated it um, and that's really important and i really hear that in your story this conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable so i'm challenging you share yourself and your story be courageous be vulnerable it makes a difference